To the Lord belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. Walk in his laws, which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 77 I will cry unto God with my voice. Even unto God will I cry with my voice, and he shall hearken unto me. In the time of my trouble I sought the Lord. I stretched forth my hands unto him, and ceased not in the night season. My soul refused comfort. When I am in heaviness, I will think upon God. When my heart is vexed, I will complain. Thou holdest mine eyes waking. I am so feeble that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, and the years that are past. I call to remembrance my song. And in the night I commune with mine own heart, and search out my spirit. Will the Lord absent himself forever? And will he be no more entreated? Is his mercy clean gone forever? And is his promise come utterly to an end forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious? And will he shut up his loving kindness and his pleasure? And I said, It is mine own infirmity. That, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most Highest. I will remember the works of the Lord, and call to mind thy wonders of old time. I will think also of thy works, and my talking shall be of thy doings. Thy way, O God, is holy. Who is so great a God as our God? Thou art the God that doeth wonders, and hast declared thy power among the people. Thou hast mightily delivered thy people, even the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw thee, O God, the waters saw thee and were afraid. The depths also were troubled. The clouds poured out water, the air thundered, nine arrows went abroad. 
The voice of thy thunder was heard round about, the lightning shone upon the ground, the earth was moved and shook withal. Thy way is in the sea, and thy paths in the great waters, and thy footsteps are not known. Thou leadest thy people like sheep by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. At that time, says the Lord, they shall bring out the bones of the kings of Judah, and the bones of its princes, and the bones of the priests, and the bones of the prophets, and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem out of their graves. They shall spread them before the sun and the moon, and all the host of heaven, which they have loved, and which they have served, and after which they have walked, which they have sought, and which they have worshipped. They shall not be gathered nor buried, they shall be like refuse on the face of the earth. Then death shall be chosen rather than life by all the residue of those who remain of this evil family, who remain in all the places where I have driven them, says the Lord of hosts. Moreover, you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord, Will they fall and not rise? Will one turn away and not return? Why has this people slidden back, Jerusalem, in a perpetual backsliding? They hold fast to deceit. They refuse to return. I listened and heard, but they do not speak aright. No man repented of his wickedness, saying, What have I done? Everyone turned to his own course as the horse rushes into the battle. Even the stork in the heavens knows her appointed times, and the turtle dove, the swift, and the swallow observe the time of their coming. But my people do not know the judgment of the Lord. How can you say, We are wise, and the law of the Lord is with us? Look, the false pen of the scribe certainly works falsehood. The wise men are ashamed. They are dismayed and taken. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord. So what wisdom do they have? Therefore I will give their wives to others, and their fields to those who will inherit them. Because from the least even to the greatest, everyone is given to covetousness. From the prophet even to the priest, everyone deals falsely. For they have healed the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed, nor did they know how to blush. Therefore they shall fall among those who fall. In the time of their punishment they shall be cast down, says the Lord. I will surely consume them, says the Lord. No grapes shall be on the vine, nor figs on the fig tree, and the leaf shall fade, and the things I have given them shall pass away from them. Why do we sit still? Assemble yourselves, and let us enter the fortified cities, and let us be silent there, for the Lord our God has put us to silence, and given us water of gall to drink, because we have sinned against the Lord. We looked for peace, but no good came, and for a time of health and there was trouble. The snorting of his horses was heard from Dan. The whole land trembled at the sound of the neighing of his strong ones, for they have come and devoured the land and all that is in it, the city and those who dwell in it. For behold, I will send serpents among you, vipers which cannot be charmed, and they shall bite you, says the Lord. I would comfort myself in sorrow. My heart is faint in me. Listen, the voice, the cry of the daughter of my people from a far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? 
Is not her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their carved images, with their foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt, I am mourning. Astonishment has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people? Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 46th verse of the 10th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. And then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Now when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, and he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside on the street, and they loosed it. But some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing loosing the colt? And they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded, so they let them go. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their clothes on the road, and others cut down leafy branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. When eyes have seen thy salvation, thou hast prepared before the face of all people, 
Be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, look upon the hearty desires of thy humble servants, and stretch forth the right hand of thy majesty. Be our defense against all our enemies, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, great make in us new and contrite hearts, that we worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission, and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, pass our time in rest and quietness, for the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our Old Testament lesson comes from the 8th chapter of Jeremiah, back the whole 8th chapter of Jeremiah. And it starts out with a pretty grisly scene. Uh, we have... Uh, certain groups of people, we have the kings and princes of Judah, the prophets and the priests of Judah. Um, their their bones are brought out of their graves and strewn out upon the, the ground, blasted by the sun, and just left out there like, um, like, like refuse. And... God says that this people has chosen death, and this is what death looks like. It is kind of on display. Because at this point in Israel's history where Jeremiah has witnessed the, uh, the first group of uh, people being led captive to Babylon, and there's another group that's going to go to and Jeremiah is going to witness this. And Jeremiah is writing at the lowest point in uh, the history of his people and up into this date. 
and part of the reason why there was a captivity is, uh, you know, Israel is experiencing the consequences of their actions. They were meant to be a people that followed God and his laws. And through that, other nations were to be drawn uh, into right worship with God, but then also follow the laws. And because Israel worshipped idols and did not follow God, naturally they didn't follow the commandments, and they become like other every other nation in the area. So the natural consequence was, now you are going to become like one of every other nation in the area. And, and so they were led away captive. They were no longer the glorious nation that they were under David and, and Solomon, uh, which was at one of the highest points in their history. And, and so God lets them experience the consequences, the natural consequences of, of what it's like to not follow him. But this kind of verse in Jeremiah gets even more to the point that that's more dangerous. It's, you know, being a nation is important, but death is the ultimate enemy. And death is what Israel's ultimately choosing when they turn away from God and turn towards sin. The natural consequences of sin, we're told in Genesis, is death. But also, if you, you think about it, sin leads to death. I mean, there's some pretty clear examples like murder um, and violence, which uh, contradict life. But all sin, in some way, contradicts the goodness of life. Um, telling the truth is important in raising children. And raising children is important in the um, continuation of generation and generations. It's a life-giving thing. And parents who do not respect the truth when they're raising a child cannot do that effectively. So lying, uh, this is an example where lying may, you know, it, it's, it's not a life-giving um, action. In fact, lying is opposed to life. Um, you know, Gluttony, over overeating, is opposed to life. It is um, is something that leads to death. All sin is opposed to life, and and so when we turn away from God, we turn toward sin. The natural consequences of those things is death, and that's what God is getting at here in this verse from Jeremiah: is that the people have chosen death. Maybe they didn't explicitly choose it. But that's the consequence of where they're heading toward. And that's the consequence of anyone who refuses um, God. They're ultimately refusing um, life. And there's also a, a spiritual life as well component to that. You know, when we sin, um, we're hurting our own spiritual life there. We're causing damage to our soul. And turning toward God and receiving God's healing is, is how we combat that and um, praying to God, receiving sacraments, um, going to confession. These are things that heal our soul and bring us back toward life. Going to um, the New Testament passage, we have um, Jesus healing a blind man named Bartimaeus. And 
Jesus tells some of you may have remembered um, Father David, and Father David gave a little homily on this passage that I haven't forgotten. And um, Bartimaeus says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And Father David said, well, that's where we get the Jesus prayer from. The Jesus prayer goes, uh, Jesus, son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Amen. And you're supposed to repeat that many, many times. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy upon me, a sinner, amen. And this is where we get it from. And what happens is Jesus goes by this man, and this man longs for Jesus' attention. He reaches out and calls to Jesus. Um, and he does it despite, um, you know, not being heard the first several times. And Jesus eventually turns his attention toward this man because he's crying out to him. And this man asks for his sight back. And Jesus says, your faith has made you well. And so this is an example of where Jesus um, is healing and is giving life to those uh, that ask for it. And uh, this is the life-giving power of Jesus, is that when we turn to him, that's where we ultimately find eternal life. But what's interesting here is, is that his eyesight was made um, perfect because of his faith. And his faithfulness had perfect sight. He knew that Jesus was the Lord and, and was the one that could heal him. And Jesus made the inward state of him, um, or the outward state of him, reflect the inward state of him, kind of like the reverse of what was going on with Israel in Jeremiah. The inward state was toward death, and God made the outward state reflect the inward state. And in this case, Bartimaeus's inward state is perfect faith in Jesus, and God makes his outward state like that. Now he can see physically, not just spiritually. Um, and so, you know, God doesn't necessarily heal us every single time we pray for it, but this is an example of in the resurrection, the inward state of our souls, um, our, the, our physical state will be reflected by the inward state of our souls. And if we choose life and in Jesus, then that's what we get in the resurrection. Um, the, the New Testament lesson ends with the triumphal entry, which, um, you know, is when Jesus, um, who is the, the true priest, the true prophet, and, and king, he fulfills all of those rules as priest, prophet, king, enters into uh, Jerusalem, kind of contrasting the groups of people in Jeremiah 8, priests, prophets, and kings that have chosen death and are now worthless, versus the true priest, prophet, and king who comes into Jerusalem, his city, uh, triumphantly um, to, to finally do battle with sin and death and to be victorious in it. And people cry to him, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Uh, Hosanna is actually um, a cry for help. Uh, Hosanna comes from the Hebrew for uh, save us, we pray you, um, or something like that. So uh, when people are, are yelling for Hosanna, they're, they're asking for Jesus to come and save them. And that's exactly what he does. He comes and saves them. A couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. We'll continue evening prayer with saying the litany for the church and evangelism. You can find a link to that in the chat bar on the right. Read the italicized portions aloud as, as we go through this.
We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God for the prayers and intercessions of all those who are present with us. We ask that God would uh, continue to give us um, the Lent that we we are required of ourselves, that that our Lent may be fruitful and that we may celebrate the glories of Easter in a new way when Easter comes. We ask that God also open new doors of mission and ministry within our diocese and the communities our diocese is working with. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth labors into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. And may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those for any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. in patience and their suffering and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endure us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech <coughs> thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please you to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, dear Lord. We seriously do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please you to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures, making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please you to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please you to put it into our hearts, to seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please you to fill us with such love for one another, 
that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon this diocese and the communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here. Hope you have a, a great Wednesday evening. Thank you, Deacon. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you.